Thank you for tuning in to Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast, a show that's real, raw, and rough. We talk about life, sports, kids, money, relationships, you name it, we got it. So come on in, grab a seat on the couch, and let's get this show started. Ladies and gentlemen, they say everything is bigger in Texas. So our stop on our NFL tour has brought us to Dallas, home of the Dallas Cowboys, what some would call America's team. I wouldn't call them America's team, but some would. Our Dallas Cowboy insider is none other than Richard Ruffin. Rich, Ruff, talk to me. What What up, Rich? What's going on, Rich? What's good, fellas? Hey, before we get this show started, uh... T. Hudson, who, who are you a fan of again? Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And um, your partner there? Uh, you got the Raiders. Prez is the Raiders. And just cash, man. Eagles okay. fan. Cash, let's do it. So you, now that you know that, I mean, you said that like, like, like. He had, like, he had no like, way to defend himself. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So real <laughs> quick, man, the like first it. question that we come out with, and I really want to know this answer, especially because I don't know you. I don't know you for quite some time. How did you become a Cowboys fan born and raised in Miami, Florida? I mean, like any other fan, when you're introduced to a game, uh, you come in rooting for the winner. And I became a Cowboys after the 1993 Super Bowl win. I've been a diehard Cowboys fan ever since, so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it, fellas. Hey, Ruff, this is about the only time I'm agreed with you, man. I'm from New York City, okay. and everybody always asks me that question as if I couldn't have been a Giants fan and, and you know, you know, cared about them, them Super Bowl rings that they got. So I, I could have I, I done that a lot sooner than, you know, expected, but believe me, he yeah, thought about switching just, back a couple times. Yeah, you know, a little back, back story. Uh, Cash got 12 different teams, so whoever winning, that's who Cash team is. We, we give him a hard time. That's what they run with. That's what they run with. We give him a hard time on that, man. But uh, Frank, what you got for him, man? Let's get this thing in. Let's let's let's, let's take off the kitty gloves. Okay. Let's okay. go. So, uh, y'all just had the strongest point of y'all team so far has been the running game. Mm-hmm. But as we know, with the Dallas Cowboys, got this holdout. If it goes longer into the season, how do y'all win? Are you saying it's impossible to win without Zeke? I mean, it's pretty damn hard. I mean, the, the boy is a pretty bad young man. Wait a minute, Hud. You said you have him at 8-8 eight and eight without Zeke when we discussed right. this. And I, I ain't changing. Because just like when he was going for six games, they lost three, they won three. But we want to know what the guests want to be. Stop talking. Stop cutting the guts off, Cash. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, Ruff. It's your time. To my point, that season Zeke missed those six games. Dak Prescott didn't have the weapons that uh that's gonna be available to him this upcoming season. Am I right or wrong, fellas? Well, if you're considering Jason Old Man Witten a weapon, I don't know if if he actually improved in that situation. Uh even outside of Jason Witten, you really don't think Randall Cobb's an upgrade over Cole Beasley? Like that's that, definitely that's a upgrade. super upgrade, especially that's, if yeah, especially if he's healthy. You really don't think that's an upgrade? Okay, check. I give you that one. But that's a big okay. if because he hasn't been healthy in a while. Okay, Amari and Dak. Amari made the Pro Bowl last year. Dak made the Pro Bowl. The damage they did, they was able to do that in nine games. You don't think they'll be better in season two? I'm hoping for a better role for Amari Cooper, but as a Raiders fan, I, I didn't experience him where he didn't came out the gate and just show you he'd be electrifying. He'll give you a good season, and then the next season he's just not un- uninspired. He's just out there just running routes, but not 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 dominating like he was the year before. He's a Pro Bowl wide receiver. 
the previous season. Am I right or wrong? True story. True. Okay, enough said. Was our defense is uh once was was our defense not a not a super upgrade from what it was that uh 2016 season? Oh, a- absolutely, a- absolutely. You guys wasn't. I- I'll admit that. But what going back to so, Amari? Going, wait, let me finish. Going back to Amari and Dak. They didn't he come midway through the season. Yeah, he came midway through the season. To okay. my point. So like with most, yeah, with most first year, second year players, once you have tape on them. It's, it's it's safe to say that guys are going to be able to defend them a lot better based on what they were capable of doing, right? He's not a rookie. It was a, he was a fourth-year wide receiver. It's about the tape. He's not a for rookie. Me. It, for me, it's yeah, about they've the tape. Yeah, they've been had tape on him. Yeah, right. they've been had tape on him, but he was a pro bowler last year. So, yeah, the tape's been out. The jury's been out on Amari Cooper. Well, see, the tape's Amari been Cooper out. Amari Cooper is a good... The tape's been out, but What's you got to look at it like this, Ruff. So, looking at what him and, him and Dak did well, teams are going to now try to take that away from them. So... You know the play action, and now, and that's another thing. Without without having Zeke back there, the threat of play action is now gone, which is something that you guys were able to exploit. So I understand how, as a fan, you want to try to make it seem like without Zeke we're gonna be fine. But let's not forget that this guy was a leading rusher year after year, and would have been the leading rusher last year had he not missed six games. So to overlook mm-hmm. that loss is foolish. Three out of the last five leading rushes in the NFL then ran behind the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. You know, we don't fact check here, but if that is true, that's a pretty damn good point. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Y'all had some, besides, uh, I don't even remember the, the dude before uh, Zeke got there, your other pro bowler that went to the Eagles that you had. And that, DeMarco Murray. Yeah, DeMarco he was Murray. one of those five. You, yeah, okay, he's so, one of those five. I just, yeah. He's so one you of those had some five. damn good running backs. Don't act like your running backs weren't good, too. Like, it wasn't just the old line. It was a combination of both. How did he do in Philly? He did well in Philly. He just didn't last. He did well in Philly. In Tennessee, he might have been an afterthought. But, yeah. uh, but in Philly, he, he wasn't did. in Philly what he was to the Dallas Cowboys. You ain't going to tell me that. No, no, he wasn't. He wasn't at all. Okay. He and you know why he wasn't? line you guys do either. Uh, to my point, my offensive line is, is, is the healthiest it's ever been in the last three seasons. So, With depth. Super so, depth. So anybody can get behind that line is what you... Is what you're telling us. And this is where I agree with you. I'd have made this point before on this uh, pod about this, about Dallas and their running backs. Like They, they can plug them in and play. But who do you have plug now in and play. Gonna, that you're going to plug in behind Zeke? I'm not seeing it this time. So they got Alpha Why Morris. are we not saying? They got Alpha yeah. Morris back there who's been who's been effective at points in his career in Washington. Um, can he be the He's lead ha- hey, He had one of his hey, He had one of his best seasons running behind that line. Zeke and Alfred Moore is two different beasts, man. That's just two different man. beasts. You can't ask for the same things from Zeke you and uh, from Alfred Morris that you asked from with Zeke. I think you guys are severely over overblown. Uh, you know what that. So, loss so was. this that, is where I would. I don't want to underlay on this topic, rather. but this is this I mean, is where I, I would definitely agree. Games, man. I'm I'm trying to figure out how you slash that down. So, but this is definitely and, where and I, me seeing us win twelve games like that's realistic. Realistic. I'm trying to figure like eight wins. So we got more wins than that when Zeke missed the six games. Yeah, I'm gonna let your man Hadrico get that. Hold on, you only got three. Okay, okay, (laughs) calm down. You only got three wins out of the six games. Out of six games, so you went you went a fifty percent. So I'm saying without Zeke, you gonna go another fifty percent because he's a huge huge asset to the Dallas Cowboys. Well, we finished nine and seven. That's what I was saying. But what 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 were you saying? What I'm saying is in the six games that you guys did not have Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys went three and three. 
Now, Dak Prescott, to me, has sold you the all on this. The passing game wasn't as effective as it's going to be, and man. And a passing game cannot totally be That's... as effective if you do not have a consistent run honest, game. Y'all, I'm going to be honest. Y'all don't even know what our offense is going to be looking like. We still don't know what the Dallas Cowboys offense is going to be looking like. That wasn't no preview uh, the other night, Saturday night in um in, in San Francisco. Oh, no. Absolutely no, no, no. We don't. We, we, yeah. oh, we definitely don't count preseason. Yeah, nobody counts preseason. So let me ask you this. this yeah. So you saying Dallas Cowboys get twelve wins? So you saying they're going twelve and four? Um, the offense was so predictable that year, dog. It was just so predictable, man. So twelve and four, man. I'm trying to get you to lock in. I'm trying to get you to lock in on this twelve and four. That's what you're saying. Twelve, and I thought that was realistic. You don't think that's realistic? Like I'm being, I'm being real. We're Z thirteen. So let me ask you this then. 14. It's realistic. We can go 14 and 2. Like, seriously. Oh, y'all sleep on the defense. Lord. What, you know, your, okay. Give me give me the division wins. That, that's what I want to know. As an Eagles fan, what, what, what are you going in the division since you're going 14 and 2? A split with Philly, sweet New York, sweet Washington. Sounds about Simple. right. Yeah, I could definitely. I can see that. Simple. I can see that. Simple. So are you saying, Simple. are you saying, is this the Cowboys team that gets y'all back to the promised land and get to the Super Bowl? See, I'm not one of those Cowboys fans, and those are the reason y'all hate Cowboys fans. Because I know a lot of them. every year we go into. The, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, can we all agree the Dallas Cowboys are a better team that they were last year? I can give you that. I can give you that saying with with little. With, with we were a game healthy. away from the NFC. We were a game away from the NFC championship. You don't feel like we at least a game better. So you I, say we a better team. You don't feel like we at least a game better. Just a game better. I can feel that. If and if you feel like Zeke. we a game better, that puts us in the championship game. That gives us a, a, a shot at going to win a championship. So I'm saying, yeah, this team, yeah, this this probably gonna be the team that take me back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, R- okay, it's probably gonna be the team. Being R- real, rough. I got four teams in the NFC that can make the Super Bowl at any given time, and you guys are one of them. I have the Eagles as another one, the Saints. And then I have Tampa uh, Bay. Tampa Bay. Come on, man. <laughs> Stop. And the Saints and then uh, and then the Rams. Those are the four. Those are the four. Any one of those four, depending on what matchups happen, I, I think they can go. Depending on what happens, because they all all four of those teams have good offenses and good defense. Hmm. So it's a toss up for me. So you so you count the bad man out. It's a couple teams I feel like you left off. There. Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to tell you honestly, I don't think. Yeah, Zeke. yeah, Aaron Rodgers. You count him out. Oh, of course, of course. They made no upgrades. I don't see how they make the playoffs this year. Oh, okay. Wow, that's okay. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm, I'm trying to be a regular on this show, man. <laughs> hey, we gonna yeah, definitely yeah, when, yeah, when the Cowboys get their ass tapped, I'm definitely gonna want to call you. Um, <laughs> oh, anyway, oh, yeah. The, the Prez got something for you. What you got, Prez? Yeah. So, like I said, I, I think y'all are contenders with Zeke. The drama is going on right now, but it's all like preseason drama. When it comes time for it, if it's like it may go two games into the season, but I see it getting worked out. I think this. This is what I think. I think. If the running game is successful, he gonna get his ass on back in the herd. If he feel like them, they ain't winning without him. Or let's just say we out the gate, we get to struggling because of the running game. I think the more we struggle, the more he hold out. But the more successful we are, he gonna get his ass back in there. His money ain't long yet now. He's no. still on his rookie deal. It really didn't make no sense for him to hold out now. 
he is not in the position Le'Veon was in. You feel me? Definitely. That's a good point. Yeah, he's definitely not I, I in def- that position. So it really don't make sense. I definitely think he's going to definitely play that game to see where he is and where the Cowboys are. Do you think Jerry Jones is taking the right stance by saying, hey, we're not going to pay you? Do you look as a fan, as a diehard Cowboy fan, do you like that move by your owner? I'm going to tell you why I do. Because let's not forget, man, Zeke do dumb shit out here. Am I, am I not right? You're you right about <laughs> sure. that. Yeah, Zeke, yeah, he do dumb shit, like man. He had times. like three incidents since we drafted him, man. Look at my so, man. So, yeah, right now I'm not in a hurry to pay you. And I understand his point. I mean, he, yeah, he's outperformed his contract. He wants to get paid. He deserves to get paid. But to Jerry Jones' point, and it's, and he hasn't made it, you know, that the decision why he hasn't paid Zeke, but he could if he wants to make it just about the dumb shit that Zeke do. You feel me? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I kind of stand behind my owner on right. this one. So, now, let me ask you, this is the magical question. So you got a 12 and 4, 14 and 2 magical season, Dallas. Woo-hoo. So tell me how. Oh, you you make the choice. You beat Jerry Jones. You gotta pay Dak. You gotta pay Amari. You gotta pay Zeke. You gotta pay Jalen Smith, the linebacker. Who, who, who out of that bunch ain't getting paid? Because everybody can't get money. Who do you let go? Who is the expendable? I'm gonna be honest with you, Dak. <laughs> I love it. Dak Prescott. I love it. Hey, see, man, I wanted to argue that, with you that, on here, hey, but you're making a lot of you know points. I got a jersey on my back right now, but yeah. <laughs> somebody had to go, he can go. You know what? I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have been fooled that Dak is this magical quarterback when, to me, Dak is not a game manager. I won't give him the title of a game manager, but he's probably whatever the next echelon is right before, right above game manager. I yeah. am not sold on Dak yeah. Prescott as a quarterback. Yeah, we developed him, so I'm confident in the system. You know what I mean? I feel like we developed Dak Prescott. You know what I mean? He was a fourth-round pick. He did need some development. And, I mean, he's been successful. So, you got to credit the system. You feel me? And I think he's going to have to take the hometown discount based on exactly what you said because anywhere else. Yeah, he's turning down $30 million. That means yeah, ain't no discount. So, this this is the one thing that may work in Jerry Jones' favor, the holdout with uh, Zip. Yeah. If that running game proves to be like his crutch, he can't operate out of that. They're not winning games with it. Then that got to mm-hmm. realize that he's not that quarterback. And that's yeah, what's, that's what's, what's going to, when he goes Dak. to that, the negotiating table, like it's, it's over. It's a wrap. Right now, that goes to the negotiating table with the best stats you can have, man. His completion percentage. His and, wins, and you are absolutely and right. So when he goes to the negotiating right. table right now, he's looking like, like basically you have to sign me. But like the president yeah. mentioned, I think that's a great point. If Dallas struggles, and they can't because they can't run the ball and he can't throw them out of those situations. Dak Prescott be goes down to the point where now you turn it down 30 mil, you better hurry up and see if that offer still stands. Yeah. Yeah. If I was him, I'd have took the 30. But to his point, Carson Wentz got 32. What has he shown y'all to get 32? And you trying to throw me 30. So I, I feel him. Listen, if I'm, he doesn't I'm get him. hurt that I'm and a he's firm been believer. Patient. Hold on, I'm a firm believer that the Philadelphia Eagles, and we ain't gonna get on the Eagles right now. The Philadelphia Eagles let go the wrong quarterback. And I'm saying that for the simple fact that Nicky Foles fit in their system better than Carson Wentz did. Yet, Carson Wentz had the MVP-like season. Man, Carson Wentz has a broke back. Yeah. A uh, broken back. And you know, and that's my thing. He has to prove that he, he don't, he's durable. Exactly. He has to prove that, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah it's not an argument. Uh, uh, they let go the right quarterback. Nick Foles is Nick Foles, but... 
that Super Bowl team, that was that was Nick Foles got them there, man. I'm yeah. the cash have this. Foles, that was Nick Foles' playoff run, man. Oh, no, no, I, I, I got yet. I got nothing for that because this isn't the Eagles. This isn't the Eagles part. I'll get we'll get all into that, but I'll, I'm gonna let rough shine out here. So y'all, y'all keep on going, keep on going. I ain't trying so, to shine, man. So I'm just trying to live. Basically, we can, talk, we can talk all this shit we want about the Eagles right now. He ain't going to say nothing. Nope, nope. This is time and place yeah. for that. No. Actually, okay. so at the end of the day, man, so you saying Dallas has got this magical season. You saying, you know, this is the team that you feel that can actually That's not get a them. magical season. 12, 12 wins. That's magical. Well, you feel like that's magical. When you a Tampa Bay fan, 12 wins is damn miracle. Oh, yeah. Of course, the <laughs> fuck, man. That's a magical season. It's a so you're saying this is the really you feel like this is the team that takes Dallas back to the promised land. Um y'all feel like that too. Y'all just I ain't don't. gonna keep it that no, real. Y'all keep it real. So, okay. I, mean, I don't think y'all it's a promised land thing because over the last few years, y'all were what, 14, 12, and 4, 15, 4, mm-hmm. and 12, 16, 13, and 3, 9 and 7. So mm-hmm. that's why I ain't jump out the window and say anything about the 12 and 4 wow. record. So I, I get what you're saying about the I'm, I get what you're saying about the defense. They're gonna carry. What could be ineffective on your team that would like ruin those chances of twelve and four? The only person gonna hold us back is Jason Garrett. Okay. So you he think- doesn't hold players. He don't hold players accountable, man. Okay. He don't hold players accountable, man. If anybody gonna hold us back, it's, it's, it's gonna be him, man. And you- he's just soft as a coach to me. And you he's think he's a coach to me? He's gone. Like if they, if y'all don't get twelve and four, that's what you're thinking. I think if we are not at least a game better, and a game better with is, is saying at least a appearance in an NFC championship with a shot at a championship, he's gone. Yeah, if he can't prove we're better than we were last year, yeah, I think he's gone. That's Come on, man, he's going into the final year of his contract. Teams who want coaches around don't let their coach go into the, 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 the season in the final year of his contract. It's a make or break year, buddy. So look, if we ain't at least a game okay. batter, he done. Okay. Um, and I, I know can, his relationship with I, Jerry Jones. He's been around for a long time. Before we wrap this up, man, we want to hit one more thing, man. <laughs> who is the sleeper, the fantasy sleeper for the fantasy football junkies out there? Who's the guy on the roster that everybody may not know his name, but you expect him to have a big year? Ah. Uh, whether it be offense or defense, or no, you saying fantasy. So you talking about an offensive player? No, yeah. some people do defense. Some people do you defensive got. players. If you do got both. it, you give it. John V. Johnson, number 81 wide receiver. And Michael Jackson, not to you, man. Number 33, cornerback, man. Can never, go wrong. Can never go wrong with a hurricane. Yeah, rookie sleepers. Rookie, yeah, rookie sleepers. Yeah, yeah, over sleepers. Here, just Ain't blowing. nobody expecting for them to have Can never go wrong so, with yeah, a hurricane. If I could throw two out, it's dope. Yeah. Well, look, man. And I ain't being a homer when I say that. I'm not being a homer. I'm always being a homer. I think he's going to flourish under Chris Richard's system. Oh, and he named the coach. I see. I see you, rough. Well, look, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's who I would yeah, that, That's your next Dallas Cowboy. If we ain't, listen here, mark my words. If we're not at least in the NFC Championship game, the Dallas Cowboys' next head coach is going to be Chris Richard. Mark my words. You're here first. You're I, tell here you, first. I tell you what, rough. I look forward to that happening. All right. Yeah. Well, look, man, we want to thank you for coming down to sit on the couch with us, man. Um, before we let it. you go, you got anything you want to put out there? Uh, hey, when are we on again? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. When are we on again? Hey, Russ, say when's the next one? Look, we do this thing every week, man. But once we put it out, man, make sure you give us your Instagram and stuff like that so we can share and tag you on it. Then share it with all your people, man. More people get in, the more we get it going.
Ladies and gentlemen, football is a game that is played all across the country. And we've been to many places. We've been to Oakland. We've been to Tampa. We've been to Philly. But today, we are stopping in the Midway Monsters. The people who play in the shy. And that is none other than the Chicago Bears. And we got a special guest who says he knows everything there is to know about the big scary bears. Bing, what it is, baby? How you doing? Welcome to the couch. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, fellas? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, man. Glad to have you. Oh, glad man. to be here. Glad, glad we finally got the bears on the on the Lakaya. Yeah, we finally got somebody who liked the bears. So before we get into the good stuff, let's let's relive the nightmare. Game on the line. Cody Parkey lines up the kick and, and screws the whole season. Let's take <laughs> take me back there, Bing. Hey, hey, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna relive that real quick and move away. From okay, it. I mean, we, I don't want to stay there too long. You, nobody likes to stay in tragedy. Go ahead. Hey, but look, where I let, the, the kick was blocked. Okay, the, the kick was blocked. But you know, we, that that's not neither here nor there because I believe we should have got rid of him early in the season. We could have had a, a, a maybe a fifteen win season if it wasn't for our kicking game. So you saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You saying y'all should let him go sooner. So you, it's safe to say that the Bears don't make the best decisions. No, that that is not what I said. Let's not they stop. They did take Matt. <laughs> I said, I said that we should have let him go sooner because the Bears organization has a loyalty to their players at this time. This new regime has a loyalty to their players, so they felt that he was going to work those things out. Because we got to remember, Parker was a Pro Bowl kicker a couple of years ago. You know, so that's like that's like saying let me let me cut a quarterback who's having a bad stretch, but he been to the Pro Bowl within the last two years. You know, so we live with him, we die with him. No, that's what the team was about at that time. So we we'll eat that, but we can't. We at the same time we can blame Parky for that, but at the same time we should have been in that position to reach that kick to win the game. So Breach. we can look at it in all different type of aspects. You know, I'm just glad Parky Parky would still be on the team if Parky didn't go on the on the Today Show and say that. Uh, football doesn't define him and he's so much more than football he would still be a Chicago Bear he would, he would at least be competing for the job but you can't sit there and say after, after a tragic situation like that for the city and you're talking about football ain't that big to you you know you're big you know football is so much so much more than there's so much other things in your life about than, than football well maybe you need to make football more important in your life you know what I'm saying I, 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 I see we have we have really passion, a nerve passion. I mean, he hey, said man. quick, but he going you, in on a sermon. Bang, you know one thing, man? I, I am glad for it, though, man. I am glad he missed that kick, man, because it propelled us to get to the next round. And he was our kicker. And he was our kicker, too, for about two years. One, so One man one man misery is another man happiness. Well, look at and like you was that. talking cash money that whole first half, boy. Well, speaking, whole, of, speaking of happiness, we're not, not going to keep doing bang. Like, we don't want to mistreat our guests. Speaking of happiness, I'm sure you got to be happy about the new season, the Bears come back as honestly, you have to put them as one of the title favorites or one of the top contenders in the NFC. What do you see for your Chicago Bears this season? Of course, at this point in time, you can't you can't have a, a, a roster the way that we have a roster put together and don't have a Super Bowl in your, in your sights, you know, within the next year or two. Because in my opinion, no team is going to really be winning the Super Bowl, competing for these Super Bowls, that has a quarterback who's getting paid $35 million. Most of these guys are rookie deal quarterbacks. So once you once you get past that rookie deal and you got to pay the quarterback 30% of your salary cap, now you're saying this quarterback is going to have to be able to 
cover up all the deficiencies of your team. So if you got if you lacking on the back end, this quarterback got to be able to, to cover that up. If you lacking on the off of the tackle, this quarterback got to cover that up because you can't pay everybody no more. So we got about another two-year window with Trubisky in on that rookie deal. That way we can pay the Khalils, we can pay the Eddie Jacksons, we can pay the Kyle Fullers and so forth, so on. So in order to fill that roster out, we got to do it right now. We got about another two-year window to make the best of it. Okay, so Bing, man, uh, you were speaking on the quarterback, but I, I'd like to take it to the running back, man. With the loss of uh, with Howard, how do you think uh, Cohen's going to take over? And you know, with the load? I, I believe back. that People was a selfish question. People got that misunderstood. Cohen is not He's the not. starting running Montgomery back. Is. Cohen is never going to tote the rock 15 times a game. Cohen, Cohen is going to be able to get seven, seven to nine, seven to ten carries a game, and he's probably going to get about 15 touches a game. That's his, that's his game. That's his game. We're going to get him on the edges. We're going to get him in space. We're going to, you know, we're going to get him on some reverses, some screens, get him on some wheel routes, stuff like that. But the the young rookie is going to be the, the, the bell cow Montgomery because he can, he can tote the rock, he can catch the rock, and he can pass block. He's going to be the one who's going to be when, when time comes, we want to, when it's cold outside in, in, in Chicago and we need someone to tote that, tote that ball 15 to 25 times, it's going to be him. Cohen's going to come off the pine. It's going to be time when they're going to be on the field together, but Howard didn't fit the scheme. Don't get wrong, I think Howard is, is a hell of a running back, but we're not looking for just running backs in that scheme. You got to remember, the scheme runs the same exact scheme that Kansas City runs. Our head coach is the offensive coordinator that came from Kansas City. So we need we looking for the Kareem Hunt type of backs, the the guy who can catch it, who can run it, and can pass block. And Jordan Howard isn't that guy. He's a bell cow in between the tackles, dig it out type of runner. That ain't the, that's not the offense that 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 we run no more. So he just didn't fit our system. And, and Montgomery's our bell cow. That's yeah. what we're looking at moving forward. Man, y'all sound like y'all extremely tied to like a Philly legacy on there too. So you got Kansas City. He's coming off Kansas City. Y'all trading with Kansas City. You got the coach from uh, up under uh, Kansas City, who also came from Philly. So y'all tied right Let me right correct there. you. Let me let me correct you there. Cause we haven't done too much trading with Kansas City. No, we Philly, the Philly, Philly lineage. The Philly lineage. Oh, yeah, we, we, we gave Jordan Howard Philly, but we ain't really made too many trades. We we, we got a lot of homegrown inside, inside guys from the draft. We drafted well in uh from the Bears. You know, a lot of these guys are drafted. And, uh, excuse me? I, I just feel like I feel something coming, and when it comes, I'm just, I don't think he's ready for it. He about to hit you with something, and I know what he's going to hit you with, and I'm trying to warn him, like, warning. <laughs> You don't want to go there, but he just may go there anyway because that's, that's not a prayer. I'm definitely gonna go there. Hey, you, go, know, go you, ahead, know, you know, we're gonna talk about go this. Uh, this we Khalil Mack, thank you for taking him off our hands. Thank you for messing with that little problem. Uh, oh, now y'all gonna have that whole little problem on the bang, bang on the quarterback bang, issue when you're time to play your quarterback. Bang, you bang, got him asked for quarterback. Let me money. help you here, Bang. Let me help you here before you go off. The Prez has been drinking because <laughs> he thinks that the Raiders won that deal. Ooh, we won. When they got rid of Khalil Mack, he has lost his He's the only mind. one that believes oh, no. Khalil <laughs> Mack is a grown-ass man, and I'm, he I'm completely explain, changed explain. y'all defense. I'm going to explain. No, no, I'm going I'm to I'm give this is a two-part answer for both of you all. See, first off, Raiders didn't win the deal because, see, the Raiders picked the Chicago Bears for the trade because they thought that the Raiders were going to be a, a terrible team. That's why they didn't want to give them the Green Bay. Because they thought that the draft pick going to come in from Green Bay would have been too high versus if they gave it to the Bears. So they had in their mind that we were going to be a 5-6 win team and they was going to get a top 10 pick out of it. Turned out they got like a 27, a 27 pick out of it. 
You see what I'm saying? So they lost the deal. A Khalil Mack is, is a once in a, a generational type of player. He's a game changer. Now, as for him uh, revamping our defense, you got to remember before Khalil Mack came, we were the number eight defense. So that's not a revamping. He just was a. Okay. He just listen. Now I was I was ready to See, rock. I was, I, was, I was rocking. I was you. ready to rock <laughs> with you. You had stats, but now it looked like whatever the prayers has been drinking, you've been drinking. Khalil Mack changed our entire defense. Nah. You guys were you not can't. feared. Okay. Listen, you guys, okay. Leonard Floyd and the okay. other cats that y'all had did not impose any fear until y'all got Khalil Mack out here throwing three hundred pounds with one arm. Y'all passed his first game. Didn't he have a? Sack a strip sack of not because nobody was ready for him in that division. Ain't nobody ready for him. Period. The man's a man child, and the Raiders are famous for letting him go. Okay, let me stop you right there. So you looking at individuals? I'm looking at as a team. Okay, I'm looking at numbers, statistics. You can't say that someone revamped a defense that was already eight. It ain't look like you took it from thirtieth to number one. That's a whole revamp. You eight to number one. That's not a revamp. That's just that's just an improvement. It's a whole different. A revamp means that you ain't got shit. Now you got something. You went from number eight to number one. That's not a revamp. That's don't get me wrong. Khalil Mack is a once in a generation so talent. He make any defense better, but he didn't re. He did not remake our defense. Well, he didn't make the we Raiders defense better. Uh, we were still dead last on uh, when it came there. We had too many holes on the defense, so he had to have something to change. He couldn't take up all the money, and we couldn't pay everybody else. That was all a problem. So I think it was a good move to get rid of him. And I'm excited to see y'all in London. Hey, speaking of being number one, Bing, man, we'll, we'll go back, uh, kind of dial it back, man. What did what you guys is, uh, expected win-loss record? And you can start with the division, however you want to, you know, break win it down. Lo- win-loss record, win-loss record. I'm always saying 16-0 because that, that's, that's the fan in me. But in realistic time, we got a tough schedule ahead of us. I'm giving anywhere from 11-5, 13-3. That's, that, that's my... My my prediction. I believe that we. I believe we'll sweep our division because I believe Green Bay is a total mess. Total mess. Detroit is who Detroit is. They always been the doormat. Minnesota. I'm not really worried about them. You know what I'm saying? They don't. They're gonna be better than what they were last year. Maybe. Maybe. You see what I'm saying? Because they're so inconsistent. But I wouldn't be shocked if we swept our division. But I don't see us losing no more than one game in the division. Okay. So uh, I disagree. Always, I disagree. always stick with your first look. If you're gonna go 16, no, be a fan, be a fan, man. We'll take you as a fan. You ain't got to change it up over here. But uh, what person on your team do you think, if ineffective, will diminish that playoff dreams that you just shot us? If Trubisky don't, if if Trubisky does not continue to develop, and it's hard to say that it would diminish our playoffs. If the if, if if Trubisky goes the other direction, it can hurt our playoffs. If Trubisky stay, of course, it will still go to the playoffs. But I'm, I'm talking about Super Bowl admiration. So I need him to ascend, go in the other direction. So the only way that we won't, if we won't go to the playoffs and be productive this season, if Trubisky just fall off the bridge. You know, Trubisky is a guy that you guys took out of North Carolina who really didn't have much playing experience. But, you know, right. it, it all it takes one team to fall in love with him and the Bears of that team. They made the necessary moves to get him. Right. So apparently the coaching staff has faith in him. Now, you mentioned your division rivals, and I will give it to you. The Lions. I trash. Trash. Don't look, look, Lions. That's trash. Y'all going to beat them. The Packers. Here's the thing. While I do think there's some dysfunction, anytime number 12 gets on the field and he's right. playing, 
they have a chance to beat you. So I can see you guys splitting with Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers plays in both games. Now, if right. he's not playing, then I think you guys have absolutely no problem sweeping the Packers. Right. The Vikings is a different story for the simple fact. This is one of the one of the few series in football that it literally could go any way, any one of the three ways. I can see you guys sweeping the Vikings. I can see the Vikings sweeping you, and I can see y'all splitting. Reason being, Minnesota gets back a very big weapon for them, and they lost Dalvin Cook last year to injury. Yeah. With Dalvin Cook coming back, they they were able to retain Anthony Barr. You still got Hunter. You still got Everson Griffin. You still got Trey Waynes, who was able to resign. You got Xavier Rhodes. You got the, the Harris. You still got Smith. that defense that was. So you got that defense okay. that, that's doing a great okay. thing. Okay, you said that a whole lot that they have, but these are all the same pieces they had last year with they had. You, you did. They, 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 you named one person, one person to ass whooping. That's a running back. That's that, that is dependent upon everybody else. Are, are, you, are, you, are you are you literally going to sit here? No, 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 no. I'm not going to hold on. No, 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 no. no. This is how we do this. You going to sit here. Hold on. You sitting here saying that a running back don't carry weight. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. So how can you not say that having a piece like Dalvin Cook back does not change the outcome? What have Dalvin Cook accomplished? You had nothing to worry about. You had nothing to worry about. Kirk Cousins? Kirk Cousins, that's all you had to worry about? about? You got 2,000-yard you receivers on the outside. You got an all-pro tight end. Yeah, you, 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 got a, you got a stout defense. What you mean the Bears had nothing to worry about? We but you know what? Play. You didn't have to worry about a running game. So when you got two all-pro receivers, well, you can worry about pass rush. Yeah. You can let Khalil Mack go because you ain't got to worry about nobody what, running the ball. The Bears got the number one rush defense in the league. So... It's That's easy to have a number one rush defense when you're going against teams that ain't got their starting running back. Come yeah, on, man. You know I'm saying the whole game plan changes. That's what he's talking about. The game plan is Bro, you, completely you tripping right. with no map. I'm not saying the I'm not saying the Bears ain't good. What I'm saying is you cannot sit here and downplay adding Dalvin Cook back to that Minnesota team. You just did. You said what the hell did he bring to that team? What does he bring to the NFL? What does Dalvin Cook? What have Dalvin Cook done? Well, to 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 your to to be in the middle here. He hasn't played a full season yet. That's so we so, only know so, what he can do in flashes. We only know this what he can do in flashes. It's exactly. not in flashes. That's we know what he can do when he was playing. Look at when, when? Dalvin Cook was playing. He wasn't ever playing. Okay. You know what? I don't like the fact check, but I'm going to tell you what you're going to force me to do. You're going to make me holler at my man, Gugali. Facts, bro. I'm going to bring you up Gugali. You can't talk about a, a flash in the pan. You can't talk about someone. What's Trubisky's a flash in the plan. What you talking about? Your quarterback is a I flash in the pan. Hey, hey, Fred, Fred, what did I say from the start? I said, that's the one person who our future hinges on. So, hold so on, hold on. Like, no, hold on, hold on. I'm about, I'm about to get you. I'm about to get you. you, you so, hold on. Me, let me, no, I'm going to get you. Get you. Just, just just lay around for so, it. You, you know just what? said, hold on. Are you going to let me get you or not? You, all right, go ahead. I'll let you go ahead. At least Trubisky got a Pro Bowl under his belt. What does Dalvin have? Uh huh. You done yet? What does Dalvin have? Are you finished or you done? Hey, that's all cute. That's all cute. But let me, but, can I get the point? I, if you can answer the point, you good. So you just literally said one person can't change the team, but then you also said if Mitch Trubisky plays well, we'll do good. So that will be one person, correct? I'm saying Dalvin Cook adds that to the Minnesota Vikings because he gives them an effective run game. An effective run game, and I'm pretty sure I can tell by your by the way you talk, you know something about football. I'm not going to be disrespectful. So you also know a great running game helps the passing game, correct? Yeah. So when you add a running back to that offense, those two all-pro receivers you're talking about get a little more dangerous because now your, your linebackers can't just bail out the cover because they have to respect the run. Is that not true? To a degree. 
To, to what degree? Tell me what degree is not. You got to think about it. The Bears can stop the run with six. We stop the run with six all game long. We don't have to load the box to stop the run. So it really doesn't really matter. No one ran the ball down our throat and just punished us with the run. And you keep on yelling Dalvin Cook. Give me Dalvin Cook numbers. I'm gonna give, give you Dalvin Cook. I'm gonna give you Dalvin Cook numbers. Because I don't, I don't care about what he did at Florida State. I'm gonna them, give you Dalvin Cook. Them kids. Anybody talking about Florida? I hate Florida State. Don't ever mention them. Don't, don't ever mention them. These are kids. I can't stand them. I want to know why, why are you so high on, on Dalvin Cook? Someone who can't stay healthy and someone who ain't even played a season can't of football. Can't stay healthy. Hmm. So, what? um, in 2017, when he didn't really play, yeah, he you know he was a rookie, didn't do too much. Last year, in the game, 11 games that he played, he put up 615, 615 yards on 133 rushes. That's averaging six yards a carry. Can you tell me what back you got that average six yards a carry? I'm wait for it. I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting. Need, I'm, still still waiting. So I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. What look, back do you have that averages hey, six yards hey, a carry? Check it out. Check it out, Fred. Fred, he telling me about someone who going who's such a, a, a game changer who has 600 total rushing yards in, in 11 games, and he got injured. He's averaging six yards a carry. Do you know what? Okay, so guess what? Two okay, Dalvin well, carries well, is that's okay, the first well, down, they, and you keep getting first downs. Eagle touchdown. Giving them the ball, then apparently they don't believe in him. Cause they ain't giving him the ball. They gave it to him 133 so times, and then 133 games. times he got six yards a pop. Hey, I think I think uh, where we going is off potential, man. Because like, like you said, he hasn't played a full I season. I like this guy. I he want you to know yeah. that he hasn't played a full season yet. So we're just going off of off of potential with Dalvin Cook. And we're, all I'm saying is I, I respect what Hud's saying. And I hear what you're saying that you guys are number one in the rush. But you have to agree that if Dalvin Cook is healthy and he is able to be respected one-on-one those guys will you know be able to compete against your all pro cornerbacks y'all you know what i'm saying so it's all things considered equal those games are going to be close that's why i have you guys winning the division I, at I, four I, two I, I'm not saying, four I'm and not two and five that, and one at, at best I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that minnesota can't come and compete with us because they they are uh they have a talented roster i think they have poor coaching but they have a talented roster what i'm saying the argument with you is Dalvin Cook is not the factor. He's not the X factor that makes the decision of how this thing goes. Kirk Cousins is more so of that. I would never say that a running back would have more outcome on a game than a quarterback. That would be bad. That would be bad football. But, but what and I'm what saying I'm, is you okay, said was the X factor was Dalvin. You literally said that last week when we was talking about the Cowboys. What? That's because the Cowboys. But you literally said that last week. You said you would never do that, and you did that last week when we were talking about the Cowboys. I said that that Zeke is better than freaking that. That pressure's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) But your your talk was you would never say that. So Kirk Cousins. All right, we're gonna get it. We're not gonna get into Kirk Cousins or Dak Prescott. That'd be too long, Mm -mm. too long of a conversation. Bang and him all that. So so bang bang real quick, man. Uh, By the way, bang. I appreciate you. I, I like I like heated dialect. Good job. Strong work. So man, what what can we look forward to as far as some fantasy football studs out there? And, and on, on as in the NFL? Yeah, you you mentioned or, Montgomery on, on your team, on your team, on your team. On my team, well, of course, I believe that uh, uh, Allen Robinson is gonna have a light up season just from the reports. And you got to think he came out that ACL injury, and not only for that ACL injury, it takes a full season for you to get back into your mojo again. So I, I believe that connection with Trubisky and Allen Robinson is going to be top. Because we got to remember, Allen Robinson was a dog at Jacksonville before he got that knee injury. With uh, and He had Blake Bortles in, in, a, in a badass coaching scheme. He was getting them type of yards up there, down there. So I can see him lighting it up. Of course, you know, Tariq Cohen going to get his. And uh, I can see Montgomery as well, you know, really, really uh, 
I wouldn't say lighten it up, but he, I think he can be a good RB too. You know, I think y'all got somebody else that I think you're sleeping on that I actually think will have a better year than Allen Robinson is the other receiver you guys had. He was a rookie last Taylor year. Taylor Gabriel? No, not Taylor Gabriel. Y'all got him from the Falcons. Um, Why is his name eluding me? I think he wears number 17. Why is this, is oh, you're talking about Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller. That's him. From that, that young man is actually did some real good things last year and really stepped up oh, to some yeah, big yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah. He's I think be, he's, he's going to be a sleeper. Be he's going to be definitely uh, really good. From just from what I've been reading in camps and everything, the connection with him and Miller is a little bit off. The Miller had that uh, that uh, that labrum tear, and he's been a little bit slow getting back into the groove and stuff. But him and Allen Robinson from from the from the articles, they are like on the same wave. And they and plus they did all the offseason training together when Miller couldn't go because he was rehabbing from his shoulder. So that put him a little bit behind. I definitely feel like, like I said. I won't disrespect the Bears and say that y'all not going to be good. I do think you are correct that Trubisky does hold the keys to the city as far as what you guys going to do in y'all situation. The young boy Montgomery, like yourself, I've been hearing nothing but great things about him. They show, I've seen a couple clips on him. The boy looked like a pogo, like a ping pong ball. He was like Maurice yep. Jones drew out there bouncing off people, you know, giving a little flashback. I think the Vikings is probably going to be your biggest test unless Aaron Rodgers comes back healthy because you can never write off that dude. That dude has a way of making things happen. Um, I agree. But... If I had to pick a team, I would agree with you and say it's the Bears. But do you think your Bears, with Mitchell Trubisky's lack of experience, has enough to bring home the Lombardi? That's what this thing's all about. Can they really bring home the Lombardi this I year? They, I think they can. I think they can. Simply because, and this ain't even just me as a, uh, being biased. I just believe, you got to think about it. The first year Mitchell Trubisky came to the NFL, we had John Fox as a head coach. It almost did him like like uh, Fisher did uh, Jared Goff. Okay? So he had he had no no type of development that season. No receivers. Tariq Cohen was playing wide receiver. We were just that that depleted at that position. But now you got a guy who was a, a, the coach of the year, a complete offensive minded guru. Okay, that's gonna put the guy in position to win. You know, so we we gotta you, we gotta remember even even people talk all this stuff about Trubisky and about how he's not this, he's not that. He put the Bears in position to win that game in the playoffs. People forget he had, he had no turnovers. He had some clutch throws. Yards. He had some clutch throws. And, he, and that was a big that was a big throw to Allen Robinson to set up that forty three yard field goal. That was big for a young a young quarterback on a big stage. And now he got now he got another year under his belt in that system. That was his first year in that system. It only take a quarterback three years to master a system. But now you got all the same guys in this system for the second year. I think it's going to be more familiar, less thinking, more reaction. Game Football is a game of reaction, not thinking. So, so he's going to be able to react so, uh, and think less. So, yeah. So y'all may win the division, but that's not the game that we really worried about. Me and Zach P right. here, we heading to the London game, Raiders uh, versus the Bears. Right. On that game, do y'all think y'all coming away with a win? Oh, that's going to be a You're blowout. wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> that's going to be a blowout. For everybody. That's going to be a blowout. That's going to be. I got, I got, hey, I got the Bears. Hey, we got it. <laughs> I can see Khalil getting four sacks that game. <laughs> Boy, I'm going to laugh so hard. That's the only reason I'm going is just to laugh at Frankie the whole entire time as his team get his ass. They head punched him. Khalil going to hurt somebody. <laughs> Khalil going to hurt somebody that game. We're going we're gonna to have uh, Zach P coming out of there. He's going to be a newfound Raiders fan. He's going to come back with all the gear after that game. <laughs> hey, we got Khalil. another. Go ahead, man. No, I said we got no, go another ahead. Bear fan uh, going with us as well, man. So I'm, I'm going to enjoy this one just watching those he two sound, go at he, it. He sounds sound like a stand-up guy. <laughs> but yo Bing man We appreciate having you on man uh, You got any last words for Bing fellas 
Hey, look, I I, okay, I got to say that I kind of agree with you. I think the Bears going to be a pretty tough. As far as record-wise, I see y'all going a nice, strong 12-4. Um, yeah. And I think you, that, that's with one or two division divisional losses. But I think outside of your division, I think the lack of familiarity is going to hurt other teams. I think you guys going to be a problem. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I it. I think y'all may go a good eleven and five. So, uh, yeah, because he's he didn't add in that loss that y'all get into the Raiders in London. So I add that in. I guess, oh, okay, and that, that oh, confirms okay. twelve and four. There we go. <laughs> twelve. And, well, yeah, I'm at twelve. I'm at twelve and four, and, and I look forward to seeing you boys in the uh, second set, you no know, part of the season. Hey, what Shannon say? Hey, look here, man. If you want to put a case of do on that? Just let me know. Hey, I you know, know, you know, you know, we've been, whatever you want to bet, man. I, we can bet a, we can bet a, a glass or something, man. Next time, I'm convinced they're not really bottom. talking about Mountain Dew. Oh no, <laughs> but that's a whole nother subject, man. Bank, thank you for having coming on the couch with us, man. We look forward to your Bears. Have a great season, man, and we, we appreciate you coming out. All right, man. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, no sure. worries. Later. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. Hit us up at DSC underscore podcast on the gram or send us an email at don't sleep on the couch at gmail.com. Thank you for coming to sit with us. See y'all next week.